You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the beautiful metropolis of Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for taking time out to listen to today's episode. Super excited about this. Uh, we're going to dive into a question that is that I think is really important. Today we're going to answer the question, if the Reformation caused so much division, how can we say the Reformation was a good thing? A few weeks ago, back in episode 35, I answered the question, why are there so many denominations? Uh, at last count, there's something like 40,000 different Christian denominations. And in that episode, I did kind of a little mini history lesson where I explained how we got to where we are today. And in response to that episode, a guy by the name of Jacob posted a comment on the website and he basically asked the question, how can you say the Reformation is a good thing if it caused so much division? So let me backtrack for a moment. If you have not listened to episode 35, I highly encourage you to go back and check that out. But for those of you who haven't listened to it, maybe you did listen to it, but you, and you've kind of forgotten about it because it's been a while. Let me give you a quick recap. Basically, in that episode, I talked about the idea of the Great Schism of 1054. So back in the year 1054 AD, uh, a, a massive divide happened between the Western churches and the Eastern churches. And that was kind of the first major split amongst large uh, segments of Christianity. So you had the Western churches, what would become known as the Roman Catholic Church. And then you had the Eastern churches, which would become known as the Eastern Orthodox Church. Fast forward a few centuries, and what you have is the Roman Catholic Church as pretty much the most dominant, most influential institution in the world at that time. And in a lot of places of the world, this was a very good thing. In a lot of uh, regions of Europe, the Roman Catholic Church was a force for good, and it's awesome, and that's really great. However, we can't ignore what we know to be true from history. And that as we approach the 16th century, we have two major things happening within the Roman Catholic Church. Over the course of several centuries, we have massive corruption taking place all throughout the church. It wasn't everywhere. It wasn't everyone. But in a lot of places in Europe, huge chunks of the Catholic Church and its leadership was very corrupt. And we also have a lot of bad doctrine. In my opinion, as we study what the Roman Catholic Church was teaching back in the 14 and 1500s, we have heresy and you have very important doctrines that were completely ignored or neglected and one of them was the doctrine of justification which in my opinion is the most important doctrine in terms of understanding what jesus did at the cross we actually covered extensively the doctrine of justification back in episode 28 would highly highly encourage you go back and listen to that you can go to the website and you can search the word justification that episode will pop up or if you're on an app, you can just scroll down to episode 28, go back and listen to that. In short, the doctrine of justification helps us understand that God doesn't just forgive guilty people. No, no, no. God actually does something much bigger than that. That God removes our sin from us in such a way that we are no longer guilty, but we are innocent. That God wipes the record clean in such a way that it's as if we never even sinned. There is no doctrine greater and more important to the life of the believer than understanding the doctrine of justification. There is no doctrine that will inspire you to love God and to live for him 
in a greater fashion than the doctrine of justification. If you feel like you've been struggling or lazy in your faith, or you feel like your heart is is cold toward God, or you feel distant from God, listen, go study and understand the doctrine of justification. Understand what Jesus really accomplished for you at the cross and how God wiped the record clean and invites you into friendship with him. Understand that, and I promise that will light a fire under your rear. That will inspire you, motivate you, and empower you to love God with everything you've got. I promise you. Now, you have to understand that in the 1400s and 1500s, the Catholic Church had, in essence, completely neglected this doctrine and had had stifled it in a lot of ways. And so with this in mind, understanding that this doctrine is so important and that it had been neglected, in my opinion, the fact that the Reformation brings this doctrine back to the forefront is extremely important. I will agree that the Reformation ushered in an era of a lot of division among Christians. However, it also ushered in the rediscovery and the embracing of the most essential doctrine to the gospel in such a way that it revolutionized the church globally. This is an incredibly important event in human history. Several men kind of began to lead the way of talking about this doctrine, but there was no men who did it in a, in a grander fashion than a man by the name of Martin Luther. And he had been studying the doctrine of justification, and he came to the point to realize that the church needed to change its stance. There needed to be massive revolution and changes within the church. And so on October 31st, uh, 1517 in Germany, Martin Luther made a stand. He made a public stand against the Catholic Church. And in essence, he basically made the point that the doctrine of justification was essential to the life of the believer and that the Catholic Church needed to change. And the Catholic Church, in essence, refused to change. Now, there were other things that Martin Luther was wanting to bring changes to, and there were lots of other people that wanted to bring a lot of other changes as well. But ultimately, the Catholic Church refused to bring reform within the Catholic Church, and that is what led Martin Luther to break away and start his own branch of Christianity, which was named after him called the Lutheran faith. And this begins the Protestant Reformation. Now, if you have a doctrine like justification that is so important, that is so key, that is so essential, any event that brings it back to the forefront is a good event. The Reformation brought about massive positive change in terms of demanding proper doctrine being taught in the churches again. And it ushered in an era where people rediscovered their faith, I mean, literally by the hundreds of thousands all across Europe. And then eventually you had these quality Christian communities popping up all over Europe. And you have a massive missions movement being inspired throughout the 16 and 1700s that started with the Reformation. So if someone asks me, how can you say the Reformation is so good if it brought so much division? Well, the answer to that is simple. It's because it brought back to the, the forefront the most important doctrine for Christians to study and understand. And that leads to genuine revival. The Reformation ushers in an era where people begin to understand the importance of actually reading the Bible for yourself, where people began to rediscover the importance of having personal friendship with God, when people began to rediscover the importance of quality gospel-centric community and relationships, where people began to rediscover the importance and urgency of taking the gospel all across the world to places where it had never been. How can we say that's not a benefit to the church? How can we say that's not a benefit to mankind? This is a massive positive benefit. Now, with all that stated, I will agree 
that the Reformation also did usher in an era of massive division. Tragically, what has happened, because we as humans are sinful, what has what has also spurred with the springing up with these Protestant denominations is the springing up of division, where Protestant denominations don't work together. And I did mention that specifically in the previous episode, back in episode 35, and that's not a good thing. It's not a good thing that there's so much division amongst Protestant denominations or Christian denominations as a whole. And there's no doubt that a lot of that division and, and lack of unity has a lot of its roots back during the, the Reformation era. And, and I would say that there's a lot of Christians that could afford to work with other Christians of different doctrine, but they refuse because of their doctrinal differences. Now listen, I want to say that doctrine is very important. And there are moments when it's okay to say, I'm not going to work with that person because of some major doctrinal difference. However, in the vast majority of cases, the overwhelming vast majority of the time, Christians could afford to be better at unity. Typically, we're not very good at it. And that bothers me. We should be better than what we are. In my opinion, Christians should do a better job of reaching across the aisle, so to speak, and working with other people and being more united and being willing to allow their doctrinal differences to be put aside for moments to work together. It doesn't mean that doctrine is unimportant. Okay, I want to say that very clearly. I have an entire podcast uh, a podcast built on the importance of, of good doctrine. Okay, I, I am a firm believer in good doctrine because I believe it dramatically impacts our lives and the way we make choices day in and day out. However, there are lots of moments where I can look at someone that has different doctrine than me and say, I can still be friend with you and I can still work with you and I can still do things with you even though we have different doctrines. Overall, I would say that I agree there are definitely some negative things that came out of the Reformation era. However, overall, I would say the Reformation was a good thing mostly because the positive impact and the benefit the Reformation brought far, far, far outweigh any negative. Reacquainting people with a doctrine as essential as the doctrine of justification and reintroducing people into having friendship with God on a personal level and reintroducing people into the importance of gospel-centric community and reintroducing people to the urgency of missions. I mean, all of these things are incredibly important that have had massive impact in a positive way on the church and in the world for the last 500 years. When I examine those truths and those things, I can't help be excited and thankful for the events of the Reformation. And I do believe that God, in his grace and his sovereignty, orchestrated the events of the Reformation to positively impact the world today. Shout out to Jacob. Thank you for leaving the comment. Really appreciate it. Jacob actually left an additional portion to his comment that I'm going to do an additional episode. So Jacob... Uh, mazel tough to youth shout out because your comment actually is going to inspire two episodes so thank you very very much if you're listening to this and you have a question about this episode or you'd like me to bring clarity to something i said please feel free to shoot me an email the best way to email me is hey ortiz at theology for the rest of us.com that's h-e-y-o-r-t-i-z at theology for the rest of us.com if you're a new listener and you have not yet had a chance to subscribe please make sure you head over to whatever podcast catching app you are familiar with and hit that subscribe button also if you are a regular listener 
I would really, really encourage you if you not if you have not yet done so, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Those reviews are huge to us in terms of pushing us up the search rankings. The more people that leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach. So please head over, leave a five star review, tell the world how much you love the podcast. That would be a big, big help to us. If you'd like to connect with me personally, the best way to do that is on Twitter. You can find me at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. I love Twitter. I tweet a lot. And I always connect with every single person who tweets at me. So find me there on Twitter. As always, our intro and outro theme music has been I'm Shipping Up to Boston by the Dropkick Murphys. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. <laughs>